Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello, and here we go today. It's Kinsey Presnell, and I hope that your day is going great so far. I'm actually staring at a very rainy day here in Pace as I'm recording this one. It's just been kind of gloomy and dreary, but yet here we are, and it's already been a really good day despite the rain. But it is a little hard to believe I was titling up this episode, and this is already episode number 35 of Kindle and Kerosene. Like, what? I can't even believe that. I know I've probably told you guys many times already, but this has really been an incredible and a rewarding project, more so than I really would have imagined. You know, I had honestly thought about putting my thoughts and stories into a podcast for years, but as I sat around month after month and then year after year, I was just kind of waiting. I dabbled into the blogging world because it's a little less scary because you're not actually speaking. You're just kind of writing everything out. But I knew I really wanted to start this project. And I think what it came down to is deep down, I was really, really scared to put myself out there. Like not just with words, but my voice. And somehow when you speak it out loud, it seems a little more real. But like talking to random people on the internet and sharing my own experiences and struggle is 100% like super far out of my comfort zone. You know, I have like no idea who's listening and what people are thinking. And at first, when I first recorded the very first episode, probably actually as I was recording even just the intro and outro for the podcast, I was like wondering about all the people that might not like what I had to say or that might judge me for things that I have to say. But then I just kind of had to get real and understand that it's fine if everyone doesn't like me or my thoughts, or if they make fun of me, like whatever, it's okay. And yes, I wish everyone loved everything I had to say, but the reality is everyone won't. And that's okay. And it's probably good because if everyone doesn't like what I have to say, it probably means that I am speaking some sort of truth. So I can be okay with that. But I just started to believe and started to understand that if I can just reach one of you, and impact your life in a positive way, I will call this project a huge success. Because all of the reaches outside of my comfort zone are worth it to know that in some way, someone else is able to learn or grow or just kind of like challenge themselves, right? Just by listening to our 30 minutes together. So I don't even know where that came from today. Maybe episode number 35, but... Anyway, on to today's episode. And as we begin today, let's just go ahead and start with this statement. This statement right here, because I want you to write it down. I want you to believe it, but it is that you were made for big things. You were made for big things. You weren't made to sit on the sideline and watch your life go by. You weren't made to be average. You weren't made to stay stagnant. No, you were made for big things. Regardless of where you find yourself today, I want you to know that. 
I want you to know and believe that you have potential. We all have potential. The problem is most of us never truly tap into it. So this week I want to talk about playing to win when it comes to the game of life. Because if you zoom out and look at life, I think that you'll find that so much of it really is just a game, right? We play offense, we play defense. Sometimes we have to sit the sideline. We get coached, hopefully. We practice and we improve. When you view life this way, it's just like, it's really kind of exciting actually. You start to understand that your actions and that your choices really do matter. They matter a lot. In your life, I want, to, I want you to ask yourself this question. I want you to be honest in your answer because it's kind of hard to be super honest, especially if the answer is no. I want you to ask yourself, am I playing to win? Am I showing up every single day ready to give my all? Or am I content just sitting on the bench and letting other people get in the game? Am I looking to actually win or am I just out for like that dreaded participation trophy? I hope that if you're listening to this, you truly do have a desire for more. You have a drive to win. Like Nobody can put that in you. Nobody can give that to you. Nobody can motivate you enough to have a drive to win. Like That's all on you. You have to be the one to decide that you're going to go after it. That you're going to win. So how do you play to win instead of just showing up and being participant in the game? How do you go from sideline sitter wishing that you were on the field to one of the starters? I'm just going to give you a few things that I think will help as you move from bench warmer to starter. From the middle of the pack to the top. And the first thing is detach from the outcome you got to detach from the outcome. Wait, we're talking about winning, right? So obviously the point of playing is to win. Yes, but this issue that comes up is that so many of us zoom in on the outcome and focus solely on the end result that we forget the process that it takes to get there. When that happens, when we zoom in and we're just so focused and so tied to the outcome, we miss all of the little things that should, we should be doing to get us to the goal or to the desired outcome. I've talked about this numerous times, but usually with the example of how Nick Saban, like I don't like the Crimson Tide, but there is just really no denying that Nick Saban is one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. Like the man can't lose. And when you, well, thankfully we don't have to play Alabama. I'm a Florida Gator. We play him every once in a while. It's like, man, that man just won't lose. I also recently talked about detaching from the outcome when I talked about the Washington Nationals team that went from a losing season being virtually last in the league to winning the World Series. What happened is these coaches encouraged their teams to detach from the outcome. Their focus on that day, right? That's where their focus is. Their focus isn't on the outcome, the desired outcome of having a winning season or making it to the championship or whatever it is. No, they focus on that day, whether that was at practice, whether it was a lifting session, or whether it was an actual game. They weren't thinking about like the end during a midseason game. Like Alabama is not thinking about the SEC championship like on the second game of the season or the third or the fourth or the fifth. They're thinking about the championship when they get there. 
right? These guys, they're not worried about the next game while they're preparing for this week. They're not worried about what's going to happen on Saturday when they're at Tuesday's practice. They're worried about how well they can practice Tuesday, how much they can learn, how many plays they can nail down, right? They played one game. Once they get there, I mean, they played one game, one down, one play at a time. They're not thinking about the fourth quarter in the first, right? These teams and these coaches, they encourage their players to do that so much and do it well enough that lo and behold, here they are in the championship. And life is no different. We cannot keep getting wrapped up in the outcome. We have to focus on winning one choice at a time. And then we can focus on winning the next one. And soon what will happen is you'll have made more good choices than poor ones and you'll have won the day. You win the day and then the next and you'll have won the week. Keep going and you're on a roll towards your goals. Here's that compounding interest of the slight edge. Like You are cruising toward those goals if you're just focused on winning one thing and then the next and then the next and then the next. And now that snowball is rolling. When you detach from the outcome, you can get busy working on the now. You can embrace the process of change because we all know that nothing happens overnight. Right? You're not going to lose the 20 pounds that you want to lose tomorrow. And if you get so wrapped up in that 20 pounds, it's going to be really hard for you to take action today and then tonight and then tomorrow morning and then the next day and then the next week. Right? So many people get so wrapped up in the end result that they just, they, they can't see how the small daily actions are contributing to either their success or their failure. Like they're so blinded by the outcome that they can't see what happens in the now and how those small little baby, what seem like insignificant choices are making a difference. They can't even see it. So I'd say keep that goal or that outcome that you want in front of you, but don't be tied to it. Detach from it. Right? Do the right things because they're the right things. Your identity cannot be tied to the outcome. We've talked about identity. Your identity must be separate, though, from the outcome that you want. Like, don't get me wrong. You care about it. But when you're detached from it, you aren't going to be shaken if the outcome doesn't go as planned. Right? Because sometimes that outcome might change. And most of the time, if you're working and you're doing everything that you're supposed to do and you're focused on the right actions and the small choices, the outcome is better than you could have imagined. So don't get stuck in what you think it should look like, right? Detach from it and then just work toward what you want. You have to understand that as a person, you aren't defined by the outcome. Listen, guys, we're gonna like fall short sometimes, We're going to fail. Things aren't going to go the way that we want to go. We're going to have some losses. So we can't be defined by that outcome. Because when we are and we lose, we have a really hard time picking back up. So detach from the outcome. Focus on winning the hour, the choice, the day. And your actions, your positive actions will take you toward your outcome. 
And then I would say the second is to do the small things exceptionally well. I'm not sure how many times I've talked about this, probably in at least 80% of these episodes. The difference in surviving and thriving or sitting the bench and starting lies not in the big things, but in the small things, in the distinctions, doing the things that you say you're going to do, not skipping out on the things that you know you should do, but you just don't feel like doing, right? Taking the time to reflect, practicing self-care, being diligent in each area of your life. Big things happen because all the small things you did, they finally add up. Like it's really that simple. In the game of your life, there likely won't be one defining moment that you'll find caused you to win. Like it won't be like, this was the exact moment. Nothing else contributed. It was this moment that like I'm successful because of it. No, instead, it will be the small things you committed to do adding up and compounding over time and eventually propelling you to the winning side. Right? People walk in the gym all the time and like, well, I don't understand like why they can do this and I can't. Right? We've got to do the small things. We've got to, A, show up. Right? Those people that seem so successful, they're showing up for work and life, doing the things they don't want to do, especially when they don't feel like it. Right? I can't say this enough. Do the small things. Do the small things better than anyone else. Do them better than anybody else. Do the things that you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to get up, get your butt up when the alarm goes off. Right? Don't roll over and hit snooze. You said you were going to get up. Get up. Pay attention to details. Be very clear with where you're going. Go the extra mile. Do the extra things. When everyone else does like just what's required, you just do a little bit more. You don't have to go a mile beyond everybody else. Just do a little bit more. That extra will add up and it will take you far. Find a few small things that you can do right now because there are there are a ton of small things that you can do right now in your home, in your health, in your work, in your relationships. And do them with excellence every single day. And number three, watch comparison. Lord, I've talked about comparison so many times, so many times. But it is so difficult, I feel like, for most of us to just be done with it, right? It's like we think we're working on it, but then here we come. Now we're comparing ourselves with somebody else. But honestly, guys, nothing will steal your thunder and stop your momentum faster than comparing yourself to someone else. Maybe that's why I have to say it so much. And I know I struggle with comparison. I think we all on some level struggle with comparison. But I don't care who the person is that you're comparing yourself to. You don't know their full story. You don't know. It's so hard to look around and see people that are doing better than you and wondering why you aren't where they are. It's easy to walk in the gym and wonder why everyone else is lifting more weights than you or why everyone else is doing more pull-ups than you 
or why everyone else seems to be running faster than you or why everyone else's business seems to be thriving, right? It's easy to wonder those things and I struggle with this too, no doubt. But the truth is I'm often, what happens is I'm often comparing myself to someone that's on step 200 or 2,000 or 200,000 when I'm on like step 50, right? I'm just starting. It doesn't work like that. We cannot get caught up in comparison, comparing ourselves to what anybody else is doing. We have to do us. You do you. But really and truly, and again, I've said this so many times, and I know some of you, actually many of you that I talk to sometimes have all, have all said this line back to me. So it is one that just constantly resonates, and I think we have to just keep it in the back of our head. But comparison is a thief. It is. It will rob you of joy and passion so fast. And it'll plant seeds of doubt. Doubt in your abilities, doubt in what you're doing. And it will also plant seeds of insecurity. So we have to watch out for it. You have to remember that you're on your journey. This is not anybody else. This is you. You aren't showing up for anybody else. You're not showing up to impress anyone else. And you're not showing up to be recognized by anyone else. You're showing up for you. right? You're showing up in your life for you. You have to look at your specific circumstance and be honest with the effort that you're putting in. If you know that you're not playing at 100%, it's time to step it up. Right? doesn't mean you look around and see what everyone else's 100% is. No, you have to look at your 100%. And if you're not there, it's time to step up and that's on you. You have to ask yourself and do an honest evaluation of your days, your weeks, and your months. And I would say regardless of where you find yourself, whether you're on the peak or the valley, appreciate the place that you're in and all that you're learning while you're there, right? Because you're there for a reason. And I've talked about that multiple times as well. You have to understand and believe that your efforts will pay off. If you find yourself falling into the trap of comparison, remember that you didn't see the work that the other person has been doing behind the scenes. Trust me, they might look like they have it all going for them right now, but they went through the crap too, right? And probably for a really long time. They still have bad days too, but they have worked. They've become great at the little things and they're winning each day. So watch out for looking around and comparing yourself to what someone else has that you don't think you do. But then on the flip side, I would say don't allow yourself to compare yourself with people who are not yet where you are. And I think we often do this, like especially when we're down, when we're kind of in a valley or a funk or whatever it is, it's sometimes really easy to look around and see all of the people that maybe you're ahead of or you're quote unquote doing better than, right? It's like, oh, well, she's doing this. I'm here. I'm good, right? Right. It's like it instantly makes us feel a little bit better. But this is so, so dangerous because it allows us to slip back and to get comfortable and to start to think that maybe we don't have to work so hard because we're clearly doing better than like Johnny and Susie over here. But when we kind of fall into this trap, 
we, we get stuck in this maintenance mode or our comfort zone. So we have to watch out for it because you don't ever want to be comfortable. It's the most dangerous place to be is comfortable because that's where you get stuck and that's where you stop changing. That's where you stop growing. So we have to focus on you. Don't compare yourself to other people and don't let people that are okay with average suck you into their trap. And then fourth, upgrade your environment. I love, love talking about environment. And I've talked about it a lot. But it really is such an easy way to begin to play to win in your life. If you want to win, you need to put yourself around people that are winning. Right? Period. You need to put things in your life that successful people have. And I'm not saying that you need to go out and get into a ton of debt so that you pretend that you've made it. Or compare yourself to all the winners that you've now put yourself around? No, instead, look at little things you can do to upgrade your environment. Maybe you drink out of a nice coffee mug or special teacup during your morning quiet time. Maybe you buy a really nice pen and journal to record your thoughts. Instead of like, you know, whatever pen you find in your drawer that, you know, your kids barely have any inks, you're like scratching it a thousand times. Or the notebook that has writing all in it. Right, so maybe you get a really nice pen and a really nice journal. Most of people are still at home uh, at this point. Maybe you're going back to the office, whatever. Or maybe you're back in the office. But maybe add some nice art or some plants into your workspace. Like putting some green makes a world of difference. But your environment needs to encourage you. It should make you want to be better and pursue the best version of you. And when it comes to people, surround yourself with people that are better than you. Always. Always surround yourself with people that are better than you. Don't compare yourself again to them again, but put yourself in their world. Learn what they do. Learn how they act. Learn what their habits are. Find someone that's great at what you want to do and learn from them. And you might not have an in-person mentor, but we live in a time where you can have the greatest of all time stream through your phone or computer. Right? You don't have to be having like personal long conversations or coffee dates with these people no you can learn from the greatest business people the greatest finance people the greatest relationship people on your phone or on your computer read their books learn what they did right hire a coach pay the money to have someone teach you that's already been through all the hard stuff and made all the mistakes they're out there Like, I'm a firm believer that we all need a coach or a mentor in our life. We do. These people will 100% make you a better person. So look around for some easy ways to upgrade your environment or level up your environment this week. See what happens when you put a little extra effort into your surroundings or into the people that you choose to hang out with. And then finally, invest, invest in you. When you invest in yourself, you will become unstoppable. You will. So many people invest in everything but themselves. And I 100% get that. I have two kids. I have a husband. I have a job. We own a business. Like I am busy. And it's really easy to put all of the things that you need to do, all of the money that you have to spend toward everything and everyone else. And I like to give and it's easy just to put yourself on a guilt trip when you take the time or the money to make yourself better. 
But we have to understand that you aren't selfish when you take care of yourself. You're not. Because, because the investment pays off. Because when you take care of yourself, think about how much more you can give to others, right? When you are rested, you are strong, you are nourished, and you're clear-headed, the level at which you give and serve is completely different than when you're exhausted, overweight, tired, um, frazzled, angry, whatever it is. These are two different people. I'm a much nicer mom and wife when I'm taking care of myself than when I'm not. Because I know for me, as soon as I stop investing in me, I become just completely impatient. I'm tired and I have zero energy to give back. It's like a switch flips. And know that when it comes to investing in yourself, you have to invest in both your mind and your body. You have to nourish both of these areas. Because long term, you can't have a healthy body without a healthy mind and vice versa. It takes both. So how can you invest in yourself? How, what are some ways you can do it? Maybe it's showing up for your workouts. Maybe it's walking into a gym like Fixed on Fitness where you're going to be supported and encouraged and pushed, right? Maybe it's grabbing coffee with a friend, going to get a massage, hiring a coach, investing in a training program, or just carving out 30 minutes for you to do whatever it is that you feel like doing and not feeling guilty about it. Maybe it's going to get a pedicure. I don't know. Like recently for me, I had to be willing to invest in the tools needed to heal my shoulder, right? I knew what I wanted and that was to rehab my shoulder back to full function and avoid surgery, right? According to some that I talked to, this was going to be a major challenge due to the lengthy uh, MRI report that I received when I had it done on my shoulder. And so over the weeks, I had kind of been working on my own and following some basic instructions, but I kind of hit a wall and I wasn't improving the way that I wanted to. So instead of just like continuing on the path, I had to be willing to dig in my pocket, right, and pay someone for a different approach. So I found a specialist in Birmingham that does take a completely different approach when it comes to rehab. I had to pay out of pocket to talk to him, but so what? Right? He specializes in rehabbing athletes back to performance, and that is what he does. Not post-surgery rehab, not people wanting just to be out of pain, not car accident, whatever it is, but taking your dysfunction and helping you learn to move well and get back to doing the things that you want to do. So his knowledge base helped me tremendously. He changed every single rehab exercise that I was doing, and just after a few weeks, like my shoulder feels really incredible. Right? Not only do you have to be willing to invest financially, though, you also have to be willing to put in the time and the work. Because you could have the greatest coach in the world, but if you don't do the work, like you're not going to get anywhere. And I think that's a misconception that a lot of people have. You got a gym membership, that's great, but if you're not showing up, things aren't changing. Right? Things don't magically get better on their own. You have to put in some time and sweat and work. You have to be able to humble yourself and ask for help, right? So for me, I'm like, I have these drills. I have these videos that I'm supposed to be doing, these exercises. Well, I had to have someone come in and watch me and cue me and correct me on even the smallest details of the movements. And like, she's totally kicking my butt, but it is working. 
right? But it had to become an investment. I had to stop just getting by and complaining about the fact that I wasn't really where I wanted to be at this point uh, post-injury. So I had to say, look, I got to, I got to fix something. I got to get a coach. I got to get help, right? I got to invest back in me so that I can get to the point where I want to be. Right, So often we have an issue, but we aren't willing to invest enough time, money, or energy to fix it. And that's where I was. So again, problems don't just like go away or fix themselves. They aren't just going to get better in a few months. Right? We, we t- I talk to people in the gym all the time about this. They're like, oh, well, this hurts. I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing about it? Well, nothing. You know, I'm just waiting for it to get better. Well, like... We're not just going to get better. Like things don't just get better. We have to do something about them. We have to invest the time and the energy and the maybe it's the finances, whatever it is to get better or to get to where we want to be. So we've got to confront these issues and address them and then work through them. And then we've got to be willing to get help when we need it. You have to understand and you have to believe that you will always, always be your greatest return on investment. So invest in yourself. Whew, I got a little fired up there. Sorry, that was a lot. But I hope that you know deep down that you are a winner. I hope you also know that we all go through times where we find ourselves sitting on the bench, right? And that might be you right now. And if it is, it's time to get up and get back in the game. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's time to play to win instead of just showing up. So if we want to play to win, we got to detach from the outcome. Embrace the process and don't allow your identity to become tied to the outcome. Do the right things and the outcome will be a good one. Win one choice at a time. And then do the small things great. In fact, do the small things better than anyone else. Do the small things great and you'll be amazed at the momentum it creates in your life. Watch out for comparison. Comparing yourself to those that are better than you will steal your joy. Comparing yourself to those that are playing better than you or that you're playing better than, I'm sorry, will allow you to become complacent. And complacency will stop your progress. So don't compare yourself to those that are doing better or those that aren't, right? You compare you to you. You do you. Upgrade your environment. Put yourself around people and things that encourage you to be better and make you feel like the person you want to become. And then invest in you, right? No investment in yourself will ever be wasted. Invest both in your mind and in your body. All right, and that's what I've got for you guys today. I hope you all enjoyed this one. I hope you know that you've got what it takes to win. I know you do. You might have to dig a little to create that spark, but you've got it in you. If you're serious about investing in yourself, get into the gym. Get into the Fix on Fitness Training Center or take a look at our coaching program, Project U. We don't take very many clients anymore on a one-on-one basis, but... If you are serious about investing in you, Josh or I would be happy to talk to you about it and see if we might be a good fit. But please understand that it is not a program for the kind of committed, right? It's a, it's a financial investment. It's a time investment. It's an energy investment. We give you 100% of us, but we ask for 100% in return. So if you'd like to chat, you can definitely shoot us an email, text, or just talk to us in person. But you've got this. You've got to play to win. Stop. Stop being happy on the sidelines. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Find a way to make a difference. Know that you're awesome, and I'm here if you need me. Talk to you soon.
Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.